Morning show. <laughs> and thank you, Garko, for uh, giving that brief intro to this brand new show. It is Monday, February 1st. To- fr- 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 you got to roll the R. February 1st, 2016. <laughs> February. We are live right now over at goodstuff.fm slash live. And, uh, well, this is the first time. That we've been able to bring back the live stream and the chat room. So I'm I'm very excited about that. Hello, everyone there. We got a full house, if you will. Oh, no, that's on Netflix later this uh, month. That's, that is true. That is yes. true. Well, so <clears throat> this is the first time that we've been back since January 8th. It's been almost a full month. And, oh, gross. Um, that's too much time. It's strange. I, I so have much not has happened. I know. I have not stood up at this desk for a while. <laughs> um, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, well, you know, that in a while. Hey, and uh, I haven't Train's really back been able town. to record with you and talk about the latest in technology and news with you in the morning. So, first and foremost, happy to be back. This is a same show. <laughs> this is the same show you've been listening to. Same feed, different name. So don't freak out. It's called Morning Show. Clearly, we, we're the same voices. Obviously. But I mean, I could change my voice what would, if you want. Uh, what voice would that be? Uh, it would just be higher. Okay. Tiny, tiny voices. No, it would be higher. Would it? Would it, though? It's not no. any different than I'm than trying to. I'm trying to think are. if I should if I should start doing an impression or not. I don't think you should. No. So what 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 is going on, Kenny? Kyle, we're we're different. We, we have a bunch different. of new stuff. It's a Monday, and the main change that you will see in your podcast player of choice is that transmission has been renamed to Morning Show. I, I just think it'll be a little more descriptive as to our format and the non-seriousness of the things that we cover, be it news, robots, food, etc. Um, I, I thought of this tagline today. <clears throat> uh, from gastronomy to astronomy. How, wow. Is that, is, is that good? You like that? Good stuff? Sure. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, we also changed our Twitter handle. We changed the name over on Good Stuff, so you'll have to go to goodstuff.fm slash morning show from now on to get the latest. I'm still working on the website. I'm sorry. It's taken me a while. We All also of my changed... shortcuts don't work. <laughs> True. I, also... <laughs> I got to change everything. I also changed um, what? The Facebook name. So the Facebook name is different. Who uses Facebook? No, nobody. Nobody. But uh, <clears throat> feed should be exactly the same. So there you go. All also, right. last but not least, the schedule has changed. 
We're doing oh. a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday show from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific time. I don't know whether that works out well with your schedule or not, but if you'd like Too bad. To, exactly. You can go to goodstuff.fm slash live during that time, or when we are not live, you can go to goodstuff.fm slash live to get the schedule and then just add that to your Google Calendar. Yeah. So you'll Guys. Know. That way you know. You'll that always you know. get a uh, an alert 15 minutes before we go live, which is kind of annoying, but... That's just how it goes. Hey, I'm going to cover today's lead story. This is what everybody is talking about, at least on the news here, when there isn't a giant fire in L.A. County. But uh, They're in your house? Uh, no, 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 no. On the news. I guess it was like a furniture store. I don't know. They just, I put on the news and it's like, hey, look, a burning building. And then they just sit there and they watch it for 45 minutes. It's like there's no other news going on. Hold on, on. hold on a second, Kyle. You just told me that they watch it for 45 minutes. Does that mean that you were watching them watch it for 45 minutes? Potentially, yes. You're part of the problem. Speaking of a giant fire, the Iowa caucuses. That's happening today. (laughs) Republican and Democratic candidates for president are gearing up for the first contest of nominating season tonight. Businessman Donald Trump, that's a first, and Texas Senator Ted Cruz appear to be neck and neck on the GOP side, while former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders are in a dead heat on the Democratic side. The uh, caucuses... Wait, hold on a second. What? Why are the the Republicans neck and neck and then the, the Democrats are in a dead heat? Are you trying to say that they're old? Dead? Oh, because they're dead. They're dead. Heat. Dead heat. They're they're you know, dead weight. Dead heat means that the fire's out, mm, right? No, still burning, smoldering, smoldering. They're in a smolder. Fox. That, that should be the new fox smolder. Fox and smolder. Mm-hmm. I have not watched the X Files. Do not say anything, Kenny. The caucuses are more complicated than a straight primary vote, reportedly, and they differ by party. The Republican caucusers, caucusers will begin the months-long process of assigning national convention delegates and the Democratic caucusers, which is underlined right now, because I believe it is not a real word, show who they support in public spaces, I guess. I don't have the underline. Democratic sort of thing. Oh, there they are. Oh, also, by the way, chat room, we have not brought this back in a while. Title suggestions. Kenny, how do we feel about this? Because over the last, what, six months since September, September or July? One of those doesn't matter. We have only done the dates for this show. Correct. So what now? Do we do we let the folks in the chat room think, if they're we there, let them vote on them? Yeah. Okay. All right. Guys, go neck and neck with the with the title suggestions. If you'd like to put in your own title suggestions, you'll need to go to goodstuff.fm slash live and join the chat room. Ew. That's all I've got. So <clears throat> that sounds like you're trying to take a caucus. I'm <laughs> so I'm not in Iowa, and Iowa don't care. Hmm. Ah, good one, Kyle. Let's look at today's headlines. <laughs> These are today's headlines. Is Chipotle off the hook? The U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention is expected to declare that an E. coli outbreak 
E. coli. E. coli. At the Mexican at the Mexican fast casual restaurant chain, it's over. More than 50 customers were infected by the outbreak, but none have died. Mm. Its investigators failed to find the source. Mm. It stopped me from eating there. It hasn't stopped me. Nope. <laughs> nope. I need it. Yeah. Well, I, I said earlier this month, I, I thought, hmm, should I go to the one Chipotle in California that had the E. coli outbreak? Mm, and yes. I said no. Yes, yes, you should. <laughs> well, moving on, Kyle, Chef. Mm, here's a word. <laughs> hey, you want? Uh, we need Garco's Garco. help. We have not had Garco's help in a while. So, Kenny, Chef. here he is. Benoit Benoit that's Violet. Yes. He's French. There you Who's go. Who's Swiss restaurant was named the best in the world in December has been found dead at his home. That's sad. Don't do that. Don't do I'm that. I'm sorry. It sounds like a movie. I, it, like true. Best restaurant. Or is it? Uh Mr. Violin. Violer. <sighs> sorry. <sighs> Have a better name. Uh 44 ran the restaurant de it's a lot of names. His restaurant near the city of Lausanne. It appeared, oh, sorry, it earned three Michelin stars and came uh, top in France's La Liste ranking of the world's 1,000 best eateries. The BBC good. and Swiss police have said that he, who was born in France, appeared to have shot himself. Yeah. Sad. Just really sad news. Yes, so, we have to cover it, though, because hmm, it's kind of interesting. He had the top restaurant, and then all of a sudden, the pressure got to him. Yeah. I don't think so. It sounds like a novel I'm reading. Really? The Girl on the Train? No. Mm. What? What? Train whistle. Mm-hmm. Ferocious wind. I'm going to move on. Ferocious wind and intense rain pummeled Southern California, leaving one driver dead and more than 150,000 in the dark. Massive trees snapped like toothpicks, causing damage from San Diego to north of Los Angeles. In San Diego, an 80-foot-tall tree fell on a car, killing the driver. Fire rescue captain Joe Amador said... Across Southern California, hundreds of work crews scrambled to try and restore the power to more than 150,000 people who lost electricity in the storm. So El Nino's striking with a force here this weekend, right? Yes, that's, it is. That's the news here. Well, the thing is, right now down in, uh, in or I guess, Ventura County, they've closed the what's called the grapevine, which is the stretch between basically where Aaron L.M. Goodwin is and where I am, more or less. If you wanted to get between those two points, uh, axes on the world. Is that geography? That is geography. That's how it works. That's, that's you, person you, geography. You measure distances by podcasters. <laughs> so right. it's closed right now. The thing is, though, the CHP was... Stopping people, saying, hey, you, you can't drive through here. It's snowing in L.A. right now. In L.A. And they're stopping drivers and saying, we need to take your car. We're going to drive your car for you through this to get you off the freeway. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's It's like the best kind of Uber. It's Or the worst kind of GTA. <laughs> It's backwards GTA. Uber for people who drive your car. Can we do I that? Get, I can get behind I that. I could get behind that too. You're just a you're a professional driver. You walk place to place, or maybe you bike. I'm I'm not sure. No, you you just you're the oh it's called it's not called Uber. It's called DD. You're the designated driver. Ah, 
not getting. And you just hang around bars. Yes. And you just drive their car home or you steal it. But but then how do you would get be, It would be regulated. Mm, he, would it, though? Would mm, it, though? We, we, got, we got a Kickstarter idea here. I highly doubt that that would be regulated. Hey, I'm trying to find today's notes where they go. Here they are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Kyle, those were the headlines for today. Very good. Very uh, good. Done. I do. Those. I, I do. I do actually have the soundboard here. I don't, I'm just nothing is organized. I feel like we prepared forever. We had a month to prepare, and I'm still just not prepared yet. <laughs> <sighs> oh well. Today's episode, Kenny, is brought to you by FeedPress. FeedPress is analytics and podcast hosting made for bloggers and podcasters, and uh, thankfully, they're the ones who are providing the file storage and feed management for this show right here. And really, I'm just going to do this off the cuff because I can't find the read that I typically do because most of the time when we used to do this in our old show, not going to say the name, uh, show who shall not be named, uh, was a recording of me, believe it or not. It, I, or I could have I don't believe it. it. could have sounded exactly the same every time. Too bad. Deal with it. We use FeedPress to, uh, to host our files and to deliver this to your bleeding ears every morning. And, and hopefully, um, you know, as, as it's said in the chat room, <clears throat> feed management is very important. And um, we didn't redirect to this one. You should still be subscribed appropriately because it's that easy to manage your feed using FeedPress. We can see how many people are downloading podcasts per episode based on the numbers, which is pretty nice. We can also see where in the world you are so we can know and measure in between where you listen to podcasts and where I podcast from. And we take that unit of measurement and we equate that to the number of miles. Can you got to stop me? I'm, I'm kind of going down a little bit, a little bit of a rabbit hole right now. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Stop, Kyle. Okay. Well, what you'll want to do, and see, we we have not changed this URL yet, but maybe, in fact, we will. I recommend going over to feed.press slash transmission. Uh-oh, you named it. Sorry. Today, you'll uh, sign up and try it for 14 days without any contracts or commitments. And uh, be sure to use the promo code transmission during checkout. We do. Um, do can you see? Can you see what I'm wearing? Can you, yeah, Kyle, I can see on the video transmission how's that the, you are using how's that. You're using the the transmission T-shirt you, on your body right you now. You like it? Well, um, how how many more? Let me hold on. I'm gonna see how many we have. Hold on. I feel, well, Kyle's looking. I feel oh, like yeah. um, we could we could have a, a some sort of connection. See, uh, see, you got the T-shirt. I feel like yeah. we could have some sort of connection between um, you guys checking out Feed Press and then. Just th- literally throwing in a T-shirt in there, yeah. Uh, because we we ended up selling these around last year. This time, I think it was through Cotton Bureau, and I bought way too many. I figured, no, I'd, you bought the right amount. I wanted to make I wanted to make it my like Steve Jobs moment, and only wear transmission T-shirts. <laughs> One last thing, yeah. We have six billion T-shirts. So, but I know I think I only have like four. One. Two. Oh no, three. <laughs> I have three. Three t-shirts. <laughs> Math isn't three, your strong point. Three t-shirts. <clears throat> so, sorry. I'm I'm <laughs> got the t-shirts going. All right. Uh, yeah. So be sure to go over to feed.press. 
and uh, check those guys out. That's what you'll need to do, Kenny. Yes. I'm very, very excited to bring back something that we haven't done in about a year. All right. It's our Fact and National Day segment. Now, here's a fact for you. Stephen Hawking was born exactly 300 years to the day that Galileo died. Oh. So he's he's Galileo incarnate 300 years later. Yes, Galileo 300, if you will. <laughs> like, like Galileo version 3.0. Oh. Two O's, because it's 300. So it'd be mm, Galileo with two O's at the end, maybe? Galileo. Galileo. <laughs> Galileo. The arrow. <clears throat> All, speaking of spiders, an average spider, <laughs> spider will spin more than four miles of silk in a lifetime. Four miles, Kenny. Is that who made my silk shirt? That's Why are you wearing a silk shirt? That would be pretty comfortable, I guess. Is, no, it would be super uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't think they make... I, mm, let's make the distinction here between silk that is of the clothing uh, variety, like the, uh-huh. the transmission t-shirts I still have left. Oh, no, 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 uh, no. Yes, 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 yes. And that of a spider. I, I think spiders are, are being uh, used for their for their work to make silk shirts. There is there is no uh, difference to me. So it's like spider labor. Yeah, spider labor. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Sp- spider child labor. I'm always I don't know. I get I get bad vibes from spiders. They just look at you funny. Yeah, well, all, you know, all eight of them. So you kill them. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I am far more powerful than you are, spider. Is that what you say when you when you crush them? It's, it's like, one of those. I'm a though. monster. See, these, these kind of facts where it's like, hey, in their whole lifetime, four miles of silk comes out of their butt. But, <laughs> but. But three times. But it's one of those things that inside my body, I feel like, oh, you know, I have four miles of intestines. <laughs> no, that, that if you no, took, no, we don't need to talk about what comes out of your butt. If you took, well, we're not going to talk about the silk. <clears throat> Speaking of the Silk Road, no, it's, it's ah, like the, uh, the. I'm pointing. I'm looking down now. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the intestines that are inside your body. I don't even yeah. know how long they are anymore because all these facts come out and they say, you know, if you stretched it end to end, it would be just as long as if you you took uh, eleven pancakes and stretched all the batter <laughs> out. You know, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know anymore. What's inside <laughs> my body? Stretch the batter. How do you? I don't, let's listen. I don't know. I don't know. I've also got a uh, a special national day for you, Kenny. <clears throat> oh, a national day. Yeah. Happy National <gasps> Baked Alaska Day. Oh. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, th- I think we should make the distinction. These national days are going to be food related only. True. Like I said, from gastronomy to astronomy. Hmm. Hmm. You like it. Yeah, it's it's grown on me, I suppose. Okay. All right. Uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you call it glacé au four omelet <laughs> a la Norwegian omelet <laughs> or baked Alaska. Wait, 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 wait. 
Norwegian omelet? Question mark. Ooh, I like that. The sponge cake and ice cream dessert covered in meringue and then baked in an extremely hot oven is a total mind-boggling masterpiece, according to the book I'm reading at the moment. Scientifically speaking, I understand that the meringue acts like an insulation, I guess, thus preventing the ice cream from melting inside of baked Alaska. But I guess I, I it's weird ice cream in an oven. And it doesn't turn mm-hmm. into soup. It's just, it's weird. Soup? Have you ever had a baked Alaska? No, I have not. I feel not. like it should be a fish. Like a baked Alaskan cod? Fish, yeah. Or a, a <laughs> salmon, if you will. <laughs> salmon? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if they sell it at that restaurant where the guy shot himself. I'm sorry. Salmo. Too soon. Yeah, really soon, actually, because it happened today, and that's what oh. people are reporting on. Oh, boy. You can't make fun really of the bad. news. Hold on. <laughs> I feel really bad. You should. You really actually <laughs> should. It's also National Dark Chocolate Day. Dark chocolate? Are you a dark chocolate guy? I am a doy. Am I? Doy. <laughs> I'm, a huge, I'm a huge dark chocolate fan. I All am. right, I am. So, so if you were offered mm. dark chocolate and milk chocolate, mm-hmm. you would go for the dark chocolate. Is that what you're saying? Depends on the percentage of dark chocolate. Okay, what's your threshold? Uh, threshold like what? Like, what would I eat? Right. What? <laughs> at what percentage does it go? Yeah, no, this is a little too much chocolate. Plump. Mm, too much? Eight, maybe eighty-five percent. Eighty. Five. Wow. I've had I've had ninety percent dark chocolate, and it's that's just, like medicine. Yeah, it's it's like that. No ugh. longer has any any uh, tasty value. It's oh just it's goodness. purely that's nutrition. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. macadamia nuts. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I you, think, you could put nuts in it. I guess. Maybe. I think I'd say eighty is my threshold. I don't know, Kyle. So okay, you you are then a fan of of dark chocolate. Oh, I like dark even, chocolate even a little bit. Yeah, with with some port. P O R T port. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I was thinking like boats. Uh, If I'm on a boat and and I am in port, Mm -hmm. I would much love some dark chocolate (sighs) and some port. Yes. While on a boat. On a boat. Yes. On a boat. Let's move on. Let's. You looking for it? No. Actually, it was all the way down. Hey, we're going to debut. A, uh, a new segment here Ooh. called uh, Upvote, Downvote, and I guess I'll just play this and then we'll we'll describe what this uh, game, I suppose, is. Vote. So, <laughs> Upvote, Downvote is where Kenny and I will read stories, I guess quick synopses of stories or the idea of something that has been announced recently and we will each vote as to whether or not, yes, you're right, Chris, that theme song took about a month to prepare. A very, very long time. Um, we'll vote whether or not that should be upvoted in the, the Earthosphere, the internets, or whether we don't like it and whether we should downvote that. So I'll start us off here. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Kenny, when your laptop or your smartphone gets hot, you know that it's crunching a lot of data. It's like when you're mm-hmm. when you're laptop starts spinning up. So you can imagine the amount of heat generated by the racks upon racks of servers that store and process the world's digital lives. Keeping these data centers cool is such a problem that tech companies like Facebook and Google prefer to move them to colder countries 
then pay to air condition those data centers. But Microsoft has a different idea. They are going to move their data centers under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. Under the sea. All right. Um. So what do you think? Upvote or downvote? I'm going to give that a downvote. Are you? Why? What sea are they going under? <coughs> where, where are they putting this? It's just uh, I, I feel I like I feel like water and electronics is certainly the worst combination you could have. Okay, so I I agree with you wholeheartedly because you don't run into the issue of the location itself, like all the cold seeping into the servers when you're above ground. The second you put this underground. You're inviting that water to overtake all your servers. So if it's a redundant server, maybe. Yeah, maybe. the instant you have a leak. One tiny little bit, a tiny right. little leak. Oh my gosh, now you're doing it. It's mine. Uh, once you have that leak, it's done. Yeah. There's no fixing it. Right. You try to patch it. The patches don't work, Microsoft. I wouldn't, come on. I wouldn't want to be. You should know about patches. Getting that. Um. You wouldn't want to be the guy to work in that underground, underwater server mm. place. Okay. Because that just sounds scary, doesn't it? Not. Right. It definitely, definitely does. Hey. Downvote. Downvote indeed for us. <clears throat> Kenny, if you're going to shell out $3,000 for one Super Bowl ticket, you want to be entertained. Do you not? Yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Well, the mindset, from? The, this mindset helps to explain a few of the new features added in uh, NFL's in-stadium Super Bowl app that is now available on the App Store and Google Play this week. Mm-hmm. In addition to things like express food and merchandise ordering, the app has two interesting features. You can use it to watch Super Bowl commercials right after they air on live TV while you're that's sitting the best part. in the stadium. Sure. And you can watch instant replays immediately after they happen on the field in four different camera angles. Oh, so what wow. You, that's that's amazing. Is it, though? Are, <clears throat> you're in the stadium watching the game, paying over $3,000 uh-huh. to sit there and hold your phone and or tablet and watch what you could watch at home. Yeah, but... If you have your tablet out and you're watching the replays from four different camera angles, you're going to feel like a ref, like a like an undercover ref in the stands. Come on. That's, that feels awesome. What? I'm giving that an upvote. Oh. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to have to say absolutely a thousand percent downvote for this. Oh. I do not. We split the vote. I do not want in stadium entertainment beyond what they're doing in stadium. I feel like the NFL is trying to split your attention between what is going to be happening in the stadium versus what is happening on this tablet. I don't so need, you think I do not need second screen entertainment while I am at the place that the sporting event is happening. It would be the first screen because the it's real life and then you have your first screen in your hand. I hate that. So oh well anyway, <clears throat> downvote for me. All right, fine. This is an audio thing that I just need to play here. Uh, it All says, right. quote, goat makes peculiar noises. Does it? So we go from two very serious stories to this. Ew. 
Are you sure that's not you at the park? That's what I was going to say. This That sounds exactly like our podcast, just without real words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's almost exactly like what this pod... I'm going I'm to say a vote on that one. Upvote for me, Yes, too. indeed. Kenny, yeah. the most popular email apps usher in some sort of innovation. Sparrow had incredible simplicity, according to this article over at The Verge. Mailbox had snoozes and inbox, mm-hmm. uh, they say, is intelligent. Well, maybe. Potentially. Mm. Sure. Their popularity came from changing the way we work with email. So it's uh, difficult, or it's easy, excuse me, for us to overlook today's launch of airmail for iOS. That's right. Bling. Blah. Airmail. Uh-huh. You downloaded it. What do you think? Upvote. Oh, I have it. <coughs> I have it now. It's four ninety nine. Four ninety nine on the App Store right now uh, for iOS. Works on iPhone and Apple Watch, I guess. But iPad yes, is coming Watch. later. Mm-hmm. I give it an upvote. Do you? Now, are you go, an Airmail user? Ding. Are you an Airmail user on OS ten? Point I 11. am. Yes. Okay. I have airmail two point whatever they're at. Two point seven. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I guess I didn't really sign an NDA so I can say I was on, I was in their beta testing it. I was in their private beta testing the uh, testing the app for the past month. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Were you whoa. under NDA? And could you no, not tell me? I didn't sign anything. I'm, 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 I'm a family member. You got to you gotta be able to family tell me. Member. You know, maybe. I thought I did tell you. Uh, I don't think We so. weren't during the show, so it didn't matter. True. It's not so, like, it's like we don't exist outside of this world. I'm not a heavy, <clears throat> I'm not a heavy email user. Like I don't, I don't live and die by my email, but I do like, you know, quick, responsive email client. Okay. I was using Outlook for iOS, which had taken... Uh, the look of oh geez I forgot the name of the email client that they like bought up and used their look I can't remember can't well, remember it made it look really good sure and Outlook was working really well right but then I jumped over to Airmail because I love the OS ten mm-hmm. app I love it it's great it's super simple it's quick like I said um you pay for it right but you are paying to support the app being up. And someone made the the uh, observation that Mailbox, since it was free, didn't have that support, and thus it is dying away. Hmm. Even after Mailbox, being, even after being absorbed right. by Dropbox and whatnot, yeah, having Dropbox be the leader of that uh, that application. And Mailbox, to to me, Mailbox was the go to until they said, "Now nah, we're going away." Right. Then you go, oh great! Now I gotta, I gotta find another one to change to. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the one to change to because it's got all those things that you outlaid right there. Mm-hmm. Outlined, the snooze, yep. it's got mm-hmm. outlined, yep. outlaid. Mm-hmm. You can lay it out. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, simplicity, snoozes, intelligence. It's great. 
Check now, it out, guys. Now, some folks are saying that basically airmail can't decide what it wants to do. It's big, it's dense, and um, rough around the edges, and they just, you know, it's trying to do everything mm-hmm. all at once. And so but it, it may, does it, do everything. It may not be for everyone, but if you're interested, check it out. Four ninety nine App Store. Not going to talk about it more than we have already. I no. will give it a middle of the road for now. I'm, I, I have not upload. used it. Have Okay, upload. you got it for you. I have no idea. Speaking of airmail, here's the future of construction. This robot can lay bricks three times faster than humans. And what I need to do is... Is it a basketball robot? It is... Oh. Wow. Yes. That's actually coming up soon. So I've got to pause this so that I can play the video here. Housing. Housing. All right. So this says uh, robots are quickly getting... Adept at a number of tasks, bricklaying can now be added to that list of accomplishments. It's called SAM, semi-automated, automated, automated mason. And it doesn't work on its own, but it works with people to lay bricks while putting, I guess, the the mortar on there. And uh, the person comes behind them and kind of tidies everything up because, you know, robots are just not good at the small tasks, I guess. Mm. So it's not necessarily replacing a human, but it's doing, seen those videos doing of part the of people, its job. Have you seen those videos of those people who they they put the the I don't know cement whatever on the brick Mortar. and then they toss it. They toss the brick Wait, and it lands right in place. Hold have you on. seen that? No. What? Yeah, they're like, like they're they throw, so good. Like, like it's magnetic mortar. And that's what that's what they're treating it like. They're what they go really slow, but they don't have to climb up on a ladder and you know put the brick right where it needs to go. They just go. They go blip 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 with their with their little mortar spatula, and then they <laughs> toss it. Let's see if I can find a video. Okay, post it in the, uh, <laughs> interesting. Um, I'm gonna say somewhere. I'm gonna say a vote on this only because they aren't replacing humans yet, and this could probably help buildings be made faster. So, oh, uh, sure. Up for me. I say downvote. I want 3D printed uh, buildings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, shoot. Sorry. Kenny. Robots. <clears throat> Pepsi is opening a New York City. Oh, I should bring the music back. <clears throat> boop, 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 boop. There we go. Pepsi is opening a New York City, quote, hipster joint to make soda cool, according to oh, the Washington gosh. Post. Uh, Pepsi Co.'s ah. test to make soda edgy. I'm already downvoting this. Yeah, has brought it uh, one of the great restaurant towns in the world where you will open or where it will open its own joint with cuisine, quote, inspired by the exploration of the cola nut. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of cola nuts. The uh, (laughs) opening of the cola house, as it will be called in New York. Cola with a K, guys. That's correct. Uh, It's kind of like you bought it from a Save Mart. And they couldn't call it Coke or Pepsi or anything like that, so they called it Cola with a K. And I really right. do feel like that exists. Doctor Skipper, style. does it? Does it? True. Does it taste the same, more or less? I, I've house? never been able to tell. Oh, you mean from like like the generic yes. Cola? Yes. Oh yeah, it tastes like Shasta. It tastes you know? You know what? One of I those. think I actually think that Coca Cola and Pepsi use more sugar 
to flavor their soda <laughs> than the generic stuff does. That's probably. why the generic stuff is is cheaper. That's probably true. Yeah, and I so think it's it's a, it's a little better. It's opening up in New York City's trendy meat packing district. Because when I think of cola, I think of meat packing. Of course. Scheduled for this spring, and it comes. Uh, it says when it, at a time when Americans are cutting back on soda consumption. So what are we gonna do? Eat it? Come on. <sighs> I just think this is yeah, bad. Eat it. This is you do eat it. Downvote. I agree. Bad idea. Last but not least, Kenny ESPN is lighting up the three point line during NBA games. Now here, speaking of bricks, oh, if you caught the uh, Cavs take on the Spurs, I think a couple nights ago, you might have noticed something entirely new on the court. ESPN debuted its quote virtual three technology during the broadcast. Uh, basically by making the three-point line glow or kind of flash when a player attempts a three-point shot to designate that that shot that is about to be made or not made is going to be three points. Now, if they don't make it, it immediately goes away. If they do make it, it flashes to say that it was three. Hmm. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Um, it's not. It's kind of like the... The first down marker for a football game, yes. But they they use the the team color or the court color rather than like a big yellow line, right? So like it's it's they're playing they're playing in Cleveland. the The maroon color is is the line that's on the court for the three point line, and all they do is just kind of expand it. When uh, what's that? J.R. Smith takes a three point mm-hmm. shot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't flash. It just it just gets bigger. I, I don't I don't really see the the point of that. I it, like the idea. Okay, but I, in practice, it doesn't look like it's that big. A deal. Would you want it to extend to other things on the court? Because it's really the first time that I think augmented reality has been used in, in basketball. basketball. I think they should do uh, every time someone makes uh, every time someone makes a shot. Their head explodes, or or it just enlarges. Like, okay, like big like their head. ego's getting bigger. Right, big head mode, big head mode. Right, basically. like like the big head mode from 007. Right, I can't. Goldeneye. I cannot wait until they add proximity mines. That's cannot, yes, that too. Cannot wait. Yeah, upvote. I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent, Kenny. Yes. Speaking of being with you. Uh-huh. That doesn't make any sense. Nope. Got a new segment for you. This is this is something that we have not played before. It is called Real Kickstarter or Not. All you have to do is donate to their Kickstarters. Mm-hmm. So with this, you will, I guess, mention one Kickstarter campaign. Will you describe a little bit about it? I'll give. Well. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yes, I'm gonna tell you the the name of the Kickstarter. Okay. And then I'm gonna tell you what the I guess what the product or what the the service uh, is described to be in a short little blurb synopsis. Okay. And then synopsis. I'm going to guess if it's real or not. It's real or not. And you can play in the chat room if you want. Absolutely. Play along with so us. We'll, we'll wait a little bit before we give you that answer. We'll wait to get some votes in, and then we will see whether it's real. Oh, yeah. So you ready for this? I'm ready for the first one. All right, Kyle. The first Kickstarter here, it's called 
the thirst responder. A retired ambulance reborn oh. as a mobile beverage unit, serving beer or wine at festivals, food truck rallies, weddings, and corporate events. Is that real or not? <sighs> this on Kickstarter? Kickstarter. That sounds like something that somebody got like $5 million for in Silicon Valley, but I don't think they'd be looking for crowdfunding. I, mm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, that's not real, only because I was watching stuff about that fire today, and I did not see any beverage carts going around the fire, because I would expect those to be the thirst responders. Ah, okay. Mm. Uh, well, what, do you, is... what do you think, chat room? Oh, is yeah, you are, should we wait? I mean, because we're a little behind with the live feed. No, I'm just going to keep going. Okay, just keep keep going. Kenny, is it real or not? It's real. Really? Hold on. No, it's real. You got it wrong. There you okay, go. Okay, sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, it has $0 pledged okay. as of <laughs> three what? days ago. Uh, it wants eight eighty two hundred dollars is it going to happen once or what, like how how is that possible? Let me explain. Okay. Uh, they purchased this ambulance about a year ago. It's okay. been a, a 9-year vision for them and they started the project and they need the money. Uh let's see, we are fully licensed and insured and ready to bring this project to life. The only outstanding issue is funding at this point. I have all of my vendors priced out and ready to do the work to get the thirst responder project completed. So they just ran out of money. Whoa. Kyle, they have T-shirts. They designed. Here, I'm going to put the let picture. Me, let, me, let me just tell you real quick. It doesn't matter whether or not you have T-shirts. Um, because you, can, you can just end too. up changing your name randomly. And then all the T-shirts right. that you sent out a year ago so end up you, being collector's items. I, mean, I apologize. <laughs> if you pledge $25 or more, uh, they list Pledger's name on uh, their Thirst Responder website it, as a sponsor. Oh, uh, you can't. It looks It looks exactly like a real ambulance. You can't do this, people. I'm pretty sure it's illegal. TheThirstResponder.com. <laughs> this is well, in Washington. Washington. D.C.? No, no. Washington State. A.C. Okay. <laughs> A.C.? <laughs> Washington, A.C., D.C. Uh, the thirstresponder.com is where you're going to want to go for that, I guess, just to check it out. But no, don't do it, guys. The the thing is with ambulance, Psy, ambulance, Psy would be a lot of them are like third party hired things. I, for the most part, I do contract not believe. Yeah, they're contracted. They're not state run so far as I know. So. I don't know. All maybe, right, we're maybe, on. maybe you wouldn't actually get in trouble for this. Either way, all right, it's real. All right, Kyle. This one's called Natural Beef. Uh, we want to start raising organic beef on our property. We need fencing, equipment, and to reseed our land. We need funds to start. Is that real or not? I would say it is real only because. I have backed something similar before. I backed a Kickstarter for a, what would be called, I guess, a butchery. It's a, a butcher shop locally that they were looking to get funds to start a butcher shop and didn't happen. I backed it. It didn't happen. But uh, they, they ended up opening anyway in the Anaheim Packing District. So if you're interested, okay. you should go check them out. All right, Kyle, that was Boom. a really long and drawn out explanation for why you think this is real. And it is real. Because, okay, 
Yeah, really. I agree. How they much? Have, they have no. On. You got to tell me how much money they have. They have zero money. Oh no! Really? They have twenty-eight days to go. Okay, but so they just started. They won twenty-seven grand. We're giving. Listen, we're doing a public service here. We're giving some visibility to great Kickstarter campaigns. Kyle, I gotta tell you. I gotta tell you these pledges. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh oh. These rewards. <laughs> if you pledge twenty-five dollars or more, you get a cow picture in a picture frame. Hold on. <laughs> Housing. Housing. Where, where is that one? I've got it. I've got it somewhere. Grubby chili fingers. Yeah. No. Wacky. Uh, uh, Can't find it. Doesn't sure. matter. Uh, that's not the only reward. Kyle. Is it a picture of a cow? It's a cow picture in a picture frame. Yes. It's a picture of a cow in, okay. a, in a frame. And, but I'm. they don't like Photoshop me in with the cow. Estimated like, delivery. Kyle, estimated delivery is October 2017. What? <laughs> are they are they growing the cows? Do the cows not exist? Where? Uh, if you pledge $150 or more, you get a t-shirt that says, I love the Lester Farm. <laughs> what? Huh? And the last reward, Kyle, here, if you pledge $5,000, <laughs> you will own a beef that will be raised and butchered for you. You will have to pick it up near Winchester, Ohio. Four five six nine seven, or arrange for special shipping. <laughs> they spell arrange wrong. <laughs> like like February. That you do you roll the arrange R? Oh, I got a. I threw the uh, link to the Kickstarter. Oh boy, in the chat room. Yes. All right. Moving on. <clears throat> Burr bowl. It's a portable freezer slash bowl. Your bowl of ice cream will will never melt. Battery powered and rechargeable with okay. Bluetooth connection available to control temperature with smartphone. What? This is that no, real or not? No, 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 no. This can't be real. I do want it to be real, <laughs> but it cannot be real. A bowl, a micro, wait, 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 wait. A, <laughs> a microwave, a no. microwave powered bowl. No, no, no. A, um, I'm just going to say microwave safe, but that's not, I guess it would be micro. No, it wouldn't because of batteries in it. A battery powered bowl that keeps your ice cream cold. I would use it for cereal, that's for sure. Or just to put my pizza in it, my warm pizza. <laughs> get, like, cold pizza faster. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Kyle, this is fake. It's not real. Wow. I made it up. Did you? Yeah. I Maybe I should like, start a Kickstarter. Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Let's get some votes here in the chat room and see if, if this is something that we should bring to uh, to market. I feel like we could get a couple mil for this. A right. couple mil? Yeah. Bill, maybe. Bill. A cup of milk, maybe. A cup of mill. Actually, yeah, cold <laughs> milk. I think the cereal would be good for that. But yeah, you're right. It's be fake. Because, I mean, there are people who put ice cubes in their cereal. That's not okay. That's uh, Maybe milk cubes. People do it. We're, right. we're getting some, some fire here in the chat room for Matt. All right. Sorry. Kyle. I apologize. Moving on. Moving on. You got this one more called- for me? I got more. This is called. <laughs> let's do. Let's do one more. Oh, I got a lot more. Oh boy, this is called Space Gangstars. Uh, an aspiring failed pilot named Ace decides to take his dad's ship for a joyride in this over-the-top full-length sci-fi comedy film. This is. I'm sorry for the dead air. It's. This is real. I know it's, it's real. It is real. It's. Oh gosh. <laughs> I don't want to ding that, but I mean. I, we have found Patreon to really be a, a great place for creative folks 
to uh, uh, blossom and, and share their goods mm. based on an as created model. I feel like that if you're looking to grow something from the ground up, fine. Mm-hmm. But if you're trying to start from scratch and just say, hey, by the way, I'm going to make a brand new movie. What do you think about a, the pilot who's a space cadet? It just doesn't. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to do these last ones. Rapid fire. Please do. Oh. Real right. or not. <clears throat> this one's called VG Visor. It's the video game visor. You can play video games without hurting your eyes and you can play for hours and hours without it, without having to take breaks to rest your weary eyes. So it's like those those yellow tinted glasses, maybe. Or is it like the Microsoft HoloLens? Is it real or fake? It is fake. Fake. That's correct. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Sounds great, though. Yeah, it does. Uh, this one is called iPhone Tech App Dreamed Up by Two Average People Needs Help. It's an iPhone and an iPad app created by two average people. Will revolutionize your lifestyle, but has no dollar sign to promote and get the world word out. PLZ help us. Wow. That's real only because of the poor grammar. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I don't think I could bring myself to write that poorly. Uh, how much money do they have? I don't think they have any money. Probably zero. This one's called Tesla Suit. Feel what you play. The world's first full-body haptic suit lets you touch and feel the future of virtual reality and gaming. Ooh, that's real. That is real. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. They, it looks stupid. They're not going to end up with any lawsuits. It'll be fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm going to throw, throw that link in the chat room. You guys yes, check please. that I'm check out. that out. Okay, and two more. Color your face. Neon picture frames. Customizable color picture frames connect with Bluetooth to your smartphone and control the color around your favorite pictures. That is real. That's got to be. That sounds dumb. That is fake. What? Thanks, Kyle. That's. <laughs> Thanks. Nice. I, you know. That honestly, sounds dumb. Stupid. Honestly, <laughs> hmm. It's a pretty good idea, though. I feel like we could we could uh, dupe some people into into buying that. Certainly. Backing it. Here's the last one, Kyle. Right. Safety belts for nightlights. A simple, inexpensive device to safely secure a nightlight to a wall socket to prevent a child from removing it and exposing a socket. What? Is it called... You said seat belts for nightlights? Safety belts oh, for nightlights. Okay. Safety belts. Mm. It's like those earthquake preventative seat belts that you put onto your bookshelves. Real or fake? It is real. That's correct. 100% backed. Oh, boy. They had four backers for $111 of their $110 goal. Why did... Hold on. $100? Yeah, that's all they needed. What are you going to do with the $100? About 55 years ago, I was a little kid that stuck two fingers into a wall socket just out of curiosity. The resulting electric (laughs) shock traveled at my elbow before I pulled away. Oh, Then I died. No. No dying. What? (laughs) How? Mmm. No wonder they only needed $100. Well, there, Kyle. Okay. Well, that's I think you got about half of them right. That was a whole lot of fun, Kenny. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Did you watch the Pro Bowl, Kenny? No. Why? I don't have cable. You had to hold on. Now, stop this whole thing. You had to watch it on cable? I don't know. I don't, I don't have TV. You do have a TV, though, right? You bought a whole antenna system just to watch football, did you not? I wasn't even around when the Pro Bowl was on. Okay. All right. So maybe that was the reason why you didn't watch. Well, you must have missed, then, the NFL testing video replays 
on the Microsoft Surface tablets that the coaches and the players were using during the Pro Bowl. They were testing people watching stuff on their Microsoft Surface tablets? <laughs> it's a very roundabout way of saying that <laughs> they were trying new things on those sets of Microsoft Surface tablets, which, by the way, the uh, commentators are doing such a good job now at describing them as Microsoft Surface tablets, but only when they started malfunctioning during the uh, the championship series, which was great. Uh-oh. That was quite funny. Right. Um, but really, I, I mean, if, if this is something that they're trying for the NFL for next season, for them to be able to see these replays and stuff immediately afterwards and have the coaches draw on those things, I mean, that's what I thought they were being used for to begin with. Were they just the playbooks before that? I mean, I think doesn't... I don't think that they were as instant as we were led to believe, hmm. which I think is what they're working on. I then, think they want they want immediate response from the feeds to the sure, tablets for the people who are on the field. Correct. Now they've had those people up in the the suites up at the top looking at replays and sweet, sweet. It's real sweet, bro. Sweet. They uh, they have the you know microphones so you, they could talk down to the people on the field. Right, they definitely Old talk school. down to them, but <laughs> I, it just doesn't. I don't know. I, I don't. This seems like it. It's trying to get rid of somebody's job. So this would know. be well. Let's just say that this is the place to test it. Sure, in a right? game, in that, a doesn't game that doesn't really matter. Sure, yeah. It's not like the uh, the All Star games where, which did happen. I think what for the NBA? Did it happen for the NBA? It did what? happen for the NHL over the weekend. Yes, but, that happened. Um, I don't know about the NBA. I think that's coming up soon. That's next weekend. I it's think. like a, they play a bajillion games. Who cares? Nobody sure. cares. Have you heard of nobody uh, cares? Okay. That is true. Have you heard of a Zapier? I think we're going to go with Zapier. Zapier or Zapier. I mean, uh-huh. that, that sounds like a name, though. I feel like Zapier is more like psh, Zap. Kapow. If it's spelled like a rapier, like a sword. Uh, sure. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Okay, what is it? Well, this uh, the service is getting a. Is getting more useful today, they say, with the addition of multi-step, what are called zaps. So it's kind of like if this, then that. But what... If this, then zap? Exactly. Now, what they're allowing you to do is do things like triggering when someone fills in a form and to look up a person somewhere else and then upload the attached file that the person put in there to a cloud platform and then drop the results into a Google Sheet and then put that to your Slack team. So it's like this multi-step process where... It's the middleman. Yeah, exactly. So we've had a couple of these things put together for the show where, okay, the live feed for good stuff says we're live, and then it goes live on the morning show Twitter account, and then it shows up everywhere else, and then you can click on the links. But it was only one thing at a time, and so I had to have this list of five things in there that we were limited to because, you know, I'm not willing to pay money. And uh, it's okay, but I was splitting my time in between using Zapier or Zapier, whatever you want to call it, and yeah. if this, then that. And so the the formats and the link shortening and all that stuff was just a little bit weird, but obviously nobody cares. And um, if you're interested in this, you can go check it out. Uh, the Next Web has an article on that, and that'll be in the show notes. Goodstuff.fm slash morning show. Yes. We're continuing our numbering scheme, by the way, so... That's not changing. It's going to keep going. This up. is what, 266? I don't know. Nobody knows. Speaking of... <laughs> uh, thank, thank you, Mr. Goat. I feel really bad for that goat. Last but not least. Binge on. What'd you call me? The unlimited <laughs> video streaming service from T-Mobile, which, uh, of 
According to a Stanford law professor, it's been found to stifle competition, free speech, and consumer choice because, they say, it's violating basic principles of net neutrality laws. T-Mobile, one of the country's largest providers of mobile internet access, launched Binge On in November. The service features video from Netflix, Amazon, HBO, as well as others, and uh, Binge On customers can watch this content without being count without it counting against excuse me their data allotments okay so eventually how does that how does that violate the net neutrality well on friday barbara van shewick let's go with that professor at stanford law school and director of the university's internet and society joined youtube and the electronic frontier foundation in accusing t-mobile of breaking the law Breaking the law, breaking, breaking the, the law. law, breaking the law. In her report, Van Shewick outlined how Binjon was helping T-Mobile set itself up as an internet, quote, gatekeeper, and one that would determine, quote, winners and losers online and distort competition. So eventually, potentially, there's going to be some sort of like, hey, you're going against the law, and this is bad news for everybody else in the world. What it really means is, hey, if you're using this on T-Mobile right now, enjoy it while you can, guys, because it's about to go away. Yeah. Yes. And you're about to get charged for a whole bunch of stuff. I just can't. I don't know. But I'm not on T-Mobile. I'm not either. So I don't care. Well, and I don't usually watch Netflix or HBO or whatever on my mobile device. It's just my my life is not like that. I'm not on a bus all the time. I usually have a sofa to sit on and I just do it. Well, do I? I turn into an awful, terrible feeling puddle of sadness usually yes that's for sure yeah that is for sure well kenny you can obviously find stuff about this show at good stuff get it yeah goodstuff.fm slash morning show that is the brand new newly branded flip it around name for this show you can follow us on twitter morning show am and of course as i mentioned before we are on facebook as well facebook.com slash morning show am anything as we're in the morning yeah, it's, it's true am hopefully it makes a little more sense now um as i mentioned before we'll be back on wednesday 7 a.m to 8 a.m pacific and uh Hopefully, join us live. Hopefully you can join us live. Be just like these awesome folks in the chat room right now. And uh, also be sure to check out the other great shows at goodstuff.fm. We'll be back on Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Hi, Mom. Hope you're still listening.